It's Thursday, December 1st, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks rallied Wednesday after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell signaled a potential slowdown in interest rate increases, powering the Dow Jones Industrial Average more than 700 points higher and into a new bull market. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ Composite jumped 3.1% and 4.4% respectively, and all three indices ended November with a second consecutive month of gains. Major indices paired their losses in recent weeks, boosted by a slowdown in inflation and hopes that the Fed would slow its campaign of rate increases starting in December. That optimism was bolstered Wednesday when Mr. Powell indicated in a speech that the central bank is on track to raise rates by a half percentage point at its December meeting. The S&P rose 122 points, the Dow Jones Industrial Average added 737 points, and the Nasdaq Composite advanced 484 points. In other news, the U.S. House moved urgently to head off the looming nationwide rail strike on Wednesday, passing a bill that would bind companies and workers to a proposed settlement that was reached in September, but rejected by some of the 12 unions involved. The measure passed by a vote of 290 to 137 and now heads to the Senate. If approved there, it will be signed by President Biden, who urged the Senate to act swiftly. Business groups, including the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the American Farm Bureau Federation, have warned that halting rail service would cause a devastating $2 billion per day hit to the economy. The bill would impose a compromise labor agreement brokered by the Biden administration that was ultimately voted down by four of the 12 unions representing roughly 115,000 employees at large freight railroads. The unions have threatened to strike if an agreement can't be reached before a December 9th deadline. Around the world, Russia is sending hundreds of paramilitary troops to fight in a key city on the front line in eastern Ukraine that is fast becoming the focal point of the next phase of the Kremlin's invasion. Andriy Yermak, Ukraine's chief of presidential staff, said the Wagner Group, a paramilitary organization linked to the Kremlin, is sending fighters, including convicts, to the front line in Bakhmut, eastern Ukraine. The Wagner Group, a shadowy private army led by a Russian oligarch with close ties to President Vladimir Putin, is taking on an increasingly central role in Russia's assault on Ukraine as Moscow scrambles to shore up its military, which has been depleted by more than nine months of heavy fighting. Russia has escalated its military assault on Bakhmut in recent days, resulting in heavy fighting that poses a test for Ukrainian forces defending the area. Back in the U.S., Representative Hakeem Jeffries was chosen to lead House Democrats next year, making the New Yorker the first black person to lead a major political party in Congress and marking a generational shift following the departure of three longtime chiefs. Democrats for the incoming 118th Congress voted on their new leadership Wednesday, ending two decades under Nancy Pelosi of California, who was both speaker and minority leader during that period. In a letter to colleagues unveiling his bid, Mr. Jeffries promised a leadership style that empowers rank-and-file Democrats, focuses on winning back the majority in 2024, and contrasts with the GOP. Mr. Jeffries also offered an olive branch to Representative Kevin McCarthy, the frontrunner to be House Speaker in the new Congress. 
Our commitment is always to extend the hand of partnership whenever and wherever possible, Mr. Jeffries said. And a potential battle between Apple and Twitter appears to have been averted after a meeting between Elon Musk and Tim Cook. Mr. Musk, the new owner of Twitter, said in a series of tweets Wednesday that he had met with the Apple chief executive. Good conversation, Mr. Musk wrote. Among other things, we resolved the misunderstanding about Twitter potentially being removed from the App Store. Tim was clear that Apple never considered doing so. The missive came just two days after the new Twitter boss launched attacks on the iPhone maker's App Store and its advertising. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.